Welcome to the Sipeshinary. The Sipeshinary. You made it. Yep. Another week. Another week. In the books. Here we come. Here we come. And we are here. Brace yourself. It's it's a doozy. Yeah. We are setting yourself up for high expectations. I think you should. It's going to be the best podcast. Just a little bit. Best podcast ever (laughs) of 2023. Of 2023. It's a pretty low bar. I feel like of all our podcasts. I don't know about that. I how many podcasts do you listen to personally? Me? Yeah. Well, how many do I have? Ton. Yeah, he listens more than I do. Most of my podcasts I listen to are like business related stuff and leadership related stuff. Let's count them up. But uh, Hunter listens to like six. Like, when do you have time to do that? 12. That's what I want to know. They don't drive a lot either. 20, 22, 24, 26, 28, 30, 32. No. They don't, not all at the same time, though. I mean, like, some of them come out. I mean, like, some of them come out different times. And I don't listen to all of them as religiously as others. They're not all weekly podcasts. But, like, if they put, if they put stuff out, I'll, I'll listen to it. So when you listen to it, do you kind of just sit there and listen to it, or are you doing something? I'm mostly driving. That's oh, okay. what I'm mostly doing. Are you driving that much? Yeah. Doing Dad, it school. takes like 30 minutes to get to Westerville from our house. So you do that twice a day, which I'm forced to essentially do that twice a day. It's, a, it's at least an hour in the car. Okay. Not to mention all the other times. So like I've already done half an hour. I've already done 20 minutes back. I'll do another 20 minutes. I'll do another 20 minutes back. Boom. That's like. Two hours and fifteen. Are you minutes. going again? No, but I got to go down. I got to go downtown, and then okay. I got to go okay. back home. Yeah, that's true. Okay. So boom! All of a sudden, that's like All two right. hours and a half. I know. I'm trying to do the. It's called redeeming great. the time because the I, days know, are I know. I know. I know. I know. So some. So did so I, I listen to a lot of true crime? <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, so I'm saying, like, I'm on the way over here. I'm just going like, all right. I actually don't want anybody talking to me. Yeah. Sometimes you sit in. I just want to hear. Well. Silence is one thing, but like I just want to hear music. So I put my one what of my music, favorite yeah. playlists on, and listen to Riverdance. Good job, no, Frank Sinatra. No, no, no. I I call it groove, mm-hmm. uh-huh. yes. and it's like a lot of like David Culverson on the piano, jazz, jazz flute, it, jazz. It's it's good. Horenzi jazz, yeah, acute. Mm. Okay. Sure. Well, welcome <laughs> in. Uh, I hope this week has been good. Uh, we are uh, planning for a great rendition of the Sipeshinary here. Uh, who has the life update, though? What's Quentin? No. Nope. 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 That was me. Oh, yeah. so it's me. It's you. It's me. That is it's you. It's me, oh Lord, standing in the need of prayer. <laughs> here I am. Jeez, I got to figure the, out what the my wife, life is. The wife update. Life is all about. I, I'm. I mean, if I'm being honest with you, this week has been pretty like heavy. Um, so there, yeah, well, there are always pastoral things going on, but I just feel like we're in a season of heavy pastoral things. Um, then I have a pastor friend whose life is blowing up. So there's that. And then this week, um, when was this? What's today? Friday. That means Wednesday. Um, Sasha didn't, my dog didn't get up from her bed the entire day. Oh wow. Which is really weird. Which is like somewhat normal, but she at least like at least bums around from like couch to bed, bed to couch. She'll go pee a couple times, she'll eat. She didn't do any of that. And I recognize this around like four o'clock. 
that like she hadn't ever moved. Oh wow. And she was curled up in the exact same position. So I went and like didn't touch her food, didn't touch her water, and so like went upstairs and like like looked at her and started talking with her and she started shaking. Oh my goodness. And I was like, What is wrong? And so I literally picked her up, put her on the ground, and she stood there just like hunched over and wouldn't do anything. And I tried to get her to like walk around and she wouldn't put any weight on her back leg. Um and she's been having some hip problems. Oh my goodness. And so I was like, Oh man, she's really in pain. So literally picked her up, took her downstairs, plopped her in front of her food bowl. She didn't eat. I was like getting really nervous. Yeah. Yeah. Popped her outside. She went pee and poop like right in the same place I put her down in and then just stood there. So I picked her up, brought her back inside. Oh my goodness. And then Nikki literally fed her hand like hand by hand, kernel by kernel, her dog food, which I'm glad she ate. But we were really nervous because like, I was like, I mean, all it's going to take is one thing for her. I just like, it's, it's just going to take one major. How old is she now? Nine. Oh. Which in, in pit bull years is really old. I mean, she's. Is it really? Yeah. Oh, they don't, I mean, they can, it's anywhere from like eight to 12 is a normal. Is that right? Normal I didn't realize that. Wow. They okay. don't have long lifespans. So, yeah, it was, like, really, really heavy. I was thinking, like, oh, we're going to have to bring her in. Um, yeah, and then yesterday, same thing. Woke up. She wouldn't move. Nothing. And then, um, yeah. So then I, 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 popped, I popped home for, like, quickly before lunch. I had a lunch appointment, so I ran out for lunch. And then I came back. This is probably around, like, 2.30 now. And she met me at the door. And was like wagging her tail, like barking, carrying on as if like nothing had happened. Oh, wow. Okay. And. Uh-oh. Oh, hi. Uh-oh. So anyway, I that like emotionally, that was kind of like the straw that broke the camel's back for me. I was really like down yesterday and Wednesday. And I think, and Sasha's fine. I mean, like we're still monitoring the situation, but like we didn't give her anything or do anything. And she's bouncing around. She's, she's acting somewhat normal now. Good. I mean, she's still favoring her like a little bit, but like. She may have just pulled something. Who knows? But anyway, I think that was just like, I don't know. I'm ready to be done with the week. That's how I feel. Oh, my goodness. Um, yeah. Other than that's that, a, like, a, <laughs> it was a bit. It's been a good, a, good way to start yeah, I don't today. Know. I'm, I'm just trying to be open Jeepers. and honest with you guys. Good Welcome night. To, yeah. Welcome to the podcast. Right. And, uh, yeah. My, my dog almost died. <laughs> <laughs> my pastor's friend, life blew up. Oh, man. But, you know, I, mm. you know we're going through Job and... I mean, this is okay. Well, so stop going through Job. Well, like, go through. I probably should. You know, I where you're should. rejoicing and rejoicing, and all all these opportunities for rejoicing. Just happy, happy, joy, joy. Yeah, yeah. Is yeah, that yeah. the book where you like? Yeah, you just like your problems all end, and oh, well, you get no. a lot of money, and is yeah, that, that what happens? That's yeah, it's written by Joel Olstein. Right? Joel Olstein. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah. It's called the Book of Job. The Book of Job. Yeah, the yeah. Book of Get a Job. Get a Job. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's. So no. I don't know. I mean, like, mm. like I don't, I don't. My that's my life recently. Um, yeah, but don't you find it? This is weird. Like, okay, I've been doing this for forty some years, and and I, I like, I'm starting to read. All right, what's my next text? You know, and I'm starting to read. And I'm going like, oh, stink. Because what it, what that means is sometime during that week, something's going to happen where you need to actually use what you're preparing. Yeah, yeah, that's right. what I'm so saying. So I'm like, I'm like, oh, and no, I don't know that anyone recognized that's a thing. I, I mean, I, I haven't talked to many pastors on that, but the couple that I have, they go like, oh, 
I'm I, telling I you identify. That's a thing. I identify with that. I told yeah. our people that this is a thing. Mm-hmm. I said, like, listen, when God wants you to know his word, yep. he does it to you. Like, yeah. it's not like you know it. You're, you don't sit in a classroom and be like, cool, I learned God's word today. Right. No, like, your life ends up reflecting or like takes the shape of whatever you are processing or you'll you'll go you'll go through it you'll go through it yeah. so that's yeah funny. that's it's, how it goes. and it's almost ironic because it's, it's just like you just go and like, ironic ironic <laughs> much like iran what, <laughs> what? It's, it's very ir- irony irony it's irony because um no 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 one wants a pastor who's preaching out of something he doesn't really know and this is like one of the problems of Well, also no one wants a suffering pastor, let's just be real about it. Like no no one's like, "You know what? I want my pastor to like suffer. That'd be great." Nobody nobody signs up for that. No, but. no one signs up for it, but I'm telling you, I would rather have a humble sufferer who is ministering out of that because what that suffering does is it makes the well in his life go deeper. Sure. And I would yeah. rather have no, that any that. day than than to have someone who just spouts that Greek word, that Greek participle, that you know, and, and it's dry right. and crackly and Or the the happy, happy, joy, joy, or the legalistic like, come on, you can do this. No, you really can do this. Right. Like kind of yeah. it's like listen, have you lived life long enough? Like right. because I meet a lot of like the best pastors I know are the ones who do a lot more confessing than they do like bolstering up their own like yeah we got this we can do this right right like a lot of them I are get, saying like no we can't do this like there's get, almost like an in inbed like inbred cynicism that a good pastor has and i know that's probably not the greatest uh, thing in the world but like a little bit of like like paul paul zoll calls it like a low anthropology of like not believing our own press of right not being surprised by great sin right like that kind of a cynicism of like like we're not that great. Like we don't have as much ability as we think we do. Yeah. Or uh, we're not as strong as we think we are. You know. Well, anyway. and and many. Well, I, we're probably going down a rabbit trail here, but we ought to save it for for a topic. But many many folks, because of uh, well intended, um, popular pastors, you know, telling everybody if your pastor doesn't do this then walk away from the church. Um, we have this expectation that our pastor has to be the, he has to be the, the local theologian on absolutely yeah. everything. And I feel I would, like one of my goals every week is to, to burst that bubble for my people. <laughs> well, it's, let me just say it's, it's not a goal. It's a reality. It's just a, re- yeah, it's just it's a reality. Just a, if, 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 if there is this true, uh, and I and I think I think it honors Christ in a greater way. If 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 we're always putting ourselves up as the one who who knows everything and has to be the final answer on stuff, I'm like God spare us from that. I yeah, that's, I don't that's... I don't want to have to be. It, it's a and this is a very selfish thing. I don't want to have to be responsible for coming up with the solution. Yeah. To to I mean, their partly sin? because you're not. I, I mean, like I know, that's, that's I know. a beautiful thing. Oh about my it. goodness. Like you're we're just not we just don't know. I mean, we had a guy answers. we had a guy leave leave Calvary because I made the comment that I don't know everything and if you expect me to know everything, you probably don't have the right pastor. That's good. He should probably leave then if he thinks that that's I'm the serious. Case. He's going like, What do you mean by that? And I'm like, I don't know what do you mean. What do you mean what do I mean by that? Exactly what I said I mean. <laughs> 
Yeah, we've got this new couple that has been <clears throat> really like just pouring into our church and they want to be part of it. But it, I think they're kind of like a little shell shocked a little bit because of that very reality. Yeah. Um, like we don't have, we're not as structured as people think we are. Which is hilarious. We're not as uh, organized well, as people do, think we are. You do give that impression. No, no, no. We don't. We, wait, we wait, are wait, structured? That we are? Well, yeah. I mean, like, See, that's what's funny. We somehow, somehow we give we, that impression. No, I, I, li- mm-hmm. I, I think this is true. I think, I think we do. I don't know how we do, but I think we do. How any, do we do that? Any, I don't know. Anyone that has a a methodology and in, in an intentionality has that. I mean, in what you guys do, you do intentionally. And so that we do unintentional I mean, things. No, very well, okay, unintentional <laughs> there's, things there's, happen. There's core things that we do intentionally. Exactly, that's my point. But, but basically, everything, everything else, else is like, okay, right, yeah, we can do whatever. Like, like, uh, like, um, so this new couple, it, one of them plays piano, and they were at rehearsal with us last night, and he was asking, like, like, so, so, like, what, what do you want me to do? And I was like, I don't know, whatever you want to do. Like, is fine. What, what do you want to do? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it's like you could do. You could do any of this. You could do any of that. Um, just feel it out, man. Just whatever, feel it out. whatever you want to do is fine. Like I, don't, I really you don't. You just care. follow the spirit. Yeah. You just go as you're led. <laughs> it's like, it's like we're just gonna play this song, and we're gonna go this direction. Yeah, I, in I this think song. I do think. Don't you say though? Like any side of I that? just need to know what you're gonna do. Nope. Oh, well, geez. well, the here, only person I need to know what you're gonna do is Nikki. Here's, but here's the well, plan. If he's playing the piano. Well, he's doing. He's doing like second other piano. keyboard. He's doing like oh, oh, keyboard oh, oh, stuff. Oh, oh, okay, okay, okay. So it's like we yes, we have here's our here's our worship philosophy. Here's big picture of what we're doing. Here's how we play this out. And like and usually it's you or Nikki who's setting the tone of like, hey, it, in this part of the service, this is kind of like what we're shooting for with this song. Right. Yeah. But like, if you get that, it's like whatever, man. Like however you want to do it, go go for it. And that's kind of how it is with like we have our like big picture stuff. But then, like, what color is the carpet? Oh, man, I don't. Who cares? I don't care. Same with community group too. I think they're like they're a little. They're like I don't, this is weird. Like what every one of our community something? groups are like so different. All of them do so like just totally different things. And yet, in my mind, I'm like we're all doing the same thing, and we are. Like we, they're all accomplishing the same thing just in different ways. And like each community group leader is coming up to me and it's like, I do it totally different than that other group. Is that okay? I'm like. Yeah, are you doing this? And they're like, "Yeah, okay, great, cool." Yeah, I, I mean that's that. I love that because that's the. I think that's the joy and the freedom of the of the of spiritual. Right, but it's also like the necessity. I tell them, I'm like, you have to like your group has a million kids, so like you can't have a sit down, like actual guided conversation. That's just not going to happen. Like it's just like or it's got to be very brief. Right. Like my, my, we have some older folks in our, in our community group and like we can have like a sit down conversation. Like I can basically have a Sunday school class and we do. That's how my community group functions because that's kind of like, that's how they grow together is actually by mixing some pieces of stuff together. I'm like for Judd Richardson's group, like, sorry, shout out names of people, but like for another guys in our, in our church's group, I mean, they have like, how many kids do they have? They have a lot of kids. They have like 15 kids. Oh wow. And it's like. Yeah, you're. I'm sorry, you're just not going to have a Sunday school class where if it is, it's going to look like yeah. A bunch and that's of kids where projects. that that's a good segue into what I what we yeah. need to be talking. about. It's a great about. conversation because because the reality is is um, most people, whether you know it or not, come into church with the notion that they 
they carry an opinion about how things are, are going on or they need to have an opinion about how things are going on. And a lot of that is not anything to squash or to say no to. But what I would urge is um, when you're seeking the glory of Christ, when, when you're seeking God's um, multifaceted perfections to be revealed, not only in your life spiritually, um, but in the life of the body spiritually, what that essentially means is that we have one goal of unity, but that unity is not in, um, it, it's not merely it's not in, uniformity. Yeah, it's not uniformity. It's not in what we do or what we say that's alike. In other words, like we don't all wear robes. We don't all sing soprano. You know, we right. don't all, we all, um, um, you know, wrinkle our nose the same way someone else wrinkles their nose. Um, but we may have opinions on that. We may have opinion on, well, what about robes? Can we, can we wear robes? Right. Um, you know, it's just be, it'd just be much easier. And it's more like the Bible times, right? You know, it kind of looks more like Jesus when you, when you're in a robe, uh, you know, I'm just, I mean, just, yeah. I mean, I'm throwing that no, in there, but, no but what happens is, is over time people feel like <clears throat> we have to have an opinion. And one of the, one of the things that, that um, I think cultivates this kind of uh, healthy, unified um, body atmosphere is that I can have an opinion, but I don't carry that opinion close to my chest. In other words, it's not, it's, I don't have this emotional bent that it has to look this way. So for instance, if I were to come in and I were to join, um, you know, if mom and I were to, to come into your situation and we would, we would join the, the kid friendly, um, community group, right? It would not be helpful if I have an opinion on how community groups ought to function, because I'm going to be really, really disappointed. In other words, like, cause I'm going to go like, I don't, we don't even, we don't have kids in our house. Right. unless you guys come over and then we have kids or someone from our church comes over and they have kids. Right. But on a normal basis, we don't have kids in our house. So, so right. we, our, our, our world that we live in does, doesn't exist that way. Yeah. Um, and so if we bring that into that thing this and situation. then we're like, Hey, they're not doing this. They're not doing that. They're doing not, they're, they're not doing this and not really come in as a learner and go like, mm, there are, there are some things that I think a community group should do just like you were saying, um, how can it be done in this environment right. right and still and still meet the needs of what happens here, but not like mom and I would would want right We actually had that very situation there was like in another group with also a fair amount of kids uh this single young lady popped in and she was like, yeah, I just don't know if I'm gonna hang out in this community group because like they like they all have kids and that's not my life. And so I just don't connect. Yeah. yeah so and there I'm it like is. I'm like, no, like that's actually the reason to join to, up to with join the that. community. Because yeah. right. that's like I, I was you know, and and oh and, and then uh she ended up asking at one point, she was like uh she asked my wife, Hey, can we get together but without your kids? And my and, and Nikki was like like I don't think you understand. Like they're my life. Like they're not like they're not this kind of like side option that I like to have around me all the time. <laughs> like you understand, like this is 
this is my situation of life. Right. You know, so that'd be like asking you, hey, I'd love to get together with you, single lady, but I see you don't have kids and my life is kids. So can you find some kids to have around you so we'll that we can get together? Right. I'm like, that's stupid. Like, that's <laughs> like, yeah, it's like what you're saying. Like, if you have these expectations based on these, like, kind of honestly, personally selfish opinions mm-hmm. of this is how it's got to be, yep. then you're going to be disappointed. And yeah, you're not going to connect on things that actually matter because guess what? Those things don't matter. Yeah. And it comes from, it, it comes from this, I, I think it ultimately comes from a, a mm, shortened view of God. Uh, I don't know if shortened is the right word, but just a dim view of God. God is tri-unity. Um, and, and, and so the, the fullness of a body of believers is this unique design of unity with differences and let the, let the unity with all of our difference be, be not my point of view. Um, but, and you can see Jesus as he submitted to the father. Um, you know, I mean, it's, it's just like, it's, it's, it was his passion to do, someone else's will not yeah. not his his will and i think i think my my point is um the point i was i was making we were talking about several several ways in which people are pastored and 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 then how they are being pastored and one of one of my points that and this is what we want to talk about today is um <clears throat> learn learn not to grumble about decisions that are made and what that means is we we I think it's great to have an opinion, and I want I want our people to be thinking and to have opinions. Um, but when it goes a certain way, like if it goes down, um, uh, the you know this left road, um, you go like you know I just never turn left. We're not talking about politically left. No, we're no, just no, no. We're just talking about we're whatever, just, whatever direction. Yeah, I don't go that. And and I go like, why? What, what's so? Talk to me about about that. Because like, well, I just I just prefer not to do that. And I go oh, okay, so that's just a preference then. And we carry those preferences with emotional baggage. Right. We carry that with um, this idea that it has to go this way. It can only go this way. Right. And one of our goals as as leadership is we have um, I have we have seven elders, uh, and then we just brought on another another pastor, and he he's very much swimming in the deep end now, and he's kind of looking up, going, and every once in a while, you know, like. I, I pull him up and get, let him get a breath breath of air um, because like I, you you swim in the deep end and the deep end means that you got to keep you got to keep swimming you got to keep moving yeah. and and that 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 movement is um, learning how each other thinks yeah. and like we're on we're on realm and we have this chat on realm and someone will go like hey we need to think about this and I can tell by reading okay he's it he. He could have said that better. He could have worded that in a in a better way, sure. so that we under, understand what it what it is. And then, like, what will happen is, is like some guy will push back against it, and I'm going like, so I just write in, and go like, hey, what did you mean by that? Because I I need to uh, understand. Yeah, yeah, just just clarity. But <clears throat> all I'm saying is, this is how it works, and it makes us. It literally forces us to die to self. I'm not the important thing here. Yeah. And and we live, and I think I think this is a sad result of two things. One, the um, subjectivity of truth. Sure. That sure. we're we're yeah. not actually bowing down to the truth, and the word of the word of God is truth, and the 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 King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, Jesus is truth. We're not actually bowing down to that. 
um, that that um, subjectivity of truth really ultimately points to what I think is the most problem is the, the individual. Yeah, we're right. individualistic in our thinking. Yeah, and that is crushing to the church. Yeah, this 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 mode of individualistic um, yeah. behavior is you bring that into the church and it's it's crushing but i will i would also tell you it's not just crushing in the church it's crushing in our nation in in life right in life right. Yeah. in life yeah. um and this is where this is where you, depending on where you you know what aisle you're walking in to a congregation yeah um you're walking in if you're if you're a single person you're walking in a different aisle than than if you have a family that's right um you have certain expectations and today in our world in our individualistic world even families have an opinion right. on nurseries right. or no nurseries right. in the service, not in the service. Yeah. Um, who can take care of my kids? And it's a it's an opinion based on fear, right. or it's based on um, I just want to be the parent. I want to be the superhero, uh, and that no one else can speak into the life of my kid. Right. And you're dealing with this, like you're you're dealing with this. And then at some point, we have to make a decision. <laughs> Leader, right, or leadership steps. Yeah. In at some point, and, at some yeah. point, and saying like we're going to have nurseries, right. And we're going to have children's church. Right. If you don't want to use those, you're fine. That's fine. Just yep. be careful that you're not disturbing those around you who cannot then hear the message of why it is that you're here, to hear the message, to hear God's voice. Yeah. And if your kid is screaming constantly, I would suggest that maybe an option would be take them out of the service, let them be in the nursery. All three of you were in all different kinds of nurseries. Right. And right. it didn't hurt you spiritually. Right. And I was even bigger than that. Like, then you can't complain of like, well, no one's involved in my kids' lives. Like. <laughs> right. No. Well, are you, are you making use of some of the kids' things that we've, we've set in place, which granted are not perfect, granted not set in the Bible as things you have to do. Right. But this is how we've decided to yep. express yep. our discipleship in our church. No, I'd rather not do that because I believe in family discipleship. Okay. Like, all right, here we go. Like, you know, it's like, and again, like no one's picking on you. No one's saying like, no, that's bad. Like no one's saying well, that. You know, but, like, at the same from time, time to time, I'm thinking maybe I should say that. I should. No, see, but, but like, but no, you can't. <laughs> right. I know. I know. So this but, is, and I, I'm, I'm excited that you said the individuality, how that's a, how that's a problem. I, I was going to like frame it up this way, but I think it's this, the different side of the same coin of like, I think one thing we've lost in church life. And then of course in our nation is, um, a clarity on the mission. Why are like, why are we here? Right. Are we here for me? And that's the, the one side of the coin. Yep. Am I here for myself to get my needs met, to do things I want to do? Or, are we serving a greater mission? And this is actually what Paul says. We we mentioned last week, First Corinthians twelve, how we're all different bodies, uh, different members of the same body, yep. and so there's unity and diversity uh, tucked up into the the body of Christ, and that's beautiful. But then, like a couple chapters before that, Paul is talking about conscience-related issues, about mm -hmm. things that are different mm -hmm. in 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 people and conscience, how people come to different conscience conclusions, different, and what does he say is the positive driving force for our decisions? Is it what we want? Is it merely what we think? Is it ma even mainly like, well, I have to make my own decision here. Like, is it, is it ultimately my own conscience? That's yeah. the arbiter yeah. for my decision. Paul says, no, I do it all for the sake of the gospel. Right. And so he says to the Jew, I became a Jew yeah. to the Gentiles. I became a Gentile. Why? 
so that I may reach all of them. Yeah. And like, and that's where I, I mean, that's probably as a pastor, like that's one of the biggest concerns is when people are so opinionated about all of these other minor things of how yep. it has to be. Yep. It's it, what, and it's what they're trying to champion is these things are important. Mm-hmm. And I think all of us could say on a, on a myriad of those things. Yes, those things are important. It's just not as important as the gospel. Yep. And when you're going to champion those things, or when you're going to have such strong and dogmatic opinion on those things mm-hmm. to the exclusion of people or to the exclusion of the ability to link arm in arm with, right. with your, with your church, yep. then what you're doing is basically you're minimizing the importance of the gospel. Yep. And yep. that's what's problematic. That's what's really like heartbreaking. It's like, not because I mean like, yeah, I think we should teach our kids how to eat healthy. And you know what? There's probably a lot of gluten in what we eat, and that's probably bad. But it's just not as big as the gospel, right? You know, um, you know, vaccinations. <laughs> you know, that that's really important. Uh, There's a lot of things we can say about caring for one another on both sides. Yeah. And you know what? We're probably b- doing it bad. We're probably not doing it right. But it's just still not as important as the gospel. I mean, yeah. you're not doing it right, but. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know, and I feel yeah. like somehow. So I'm let on me both tell you how to do it. Somehow, right. right. So you try to walk down the middle of the road, and then you get fired at by both yeah. by yeah. both people. Yeah. Right. And again, right. I I just think you know the the biggest priority I, when it comes to opinions, I just think my opinion. <laughs> is... My opinion is no, and this is this is God's word. It it can't it can't be more important than the gospel, whether you eat or you drink or whatever you are doing. Right we must all do it to the glory of God. Yeah, and what happens is the gospel eludes us so easily. Yeah. Just because... because It's like an evasive surgery. <laughs> just, just never know. That's a cyptionaryism right there. An evasive surgery. You can evade it, that surgery. Pray, yeah. Please pray for uh, Sally. She's having an evasive surgery. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, well, anyway, um, so yeah, just don't, you know, carry, carry these, these lesser important, um, decisions, uh, they're, they're not as vital. And, and part of that is honestly, part of that is just, uh, I want to say youth, but it's just not seeing the gospel because old people have the same problem. Well, it, yeah. what's funny is, okay, so speaking of podcasts yeah. that I listen to, um, so one of the one of what I would consider the most like gospel centered podcasts that I listen to in the last like month, almost every episode that comes out weekly, they're talking about how bad it is to watch The Chosen. And I'm just like, listen, I I hear what you're saying, man. Like I I I get it. I you know I don't even I'm not even going to sit here and say that you're totally wrong. I think what a lot of what you're saying is really helpful, really wise, really smart, really good to think about. But at the same time, man, like I know a lot of people who watch The Chosen and they don't think a thing about what you're saying that they think about. Right. And it's okay. Like it's not the gospel. And I just like again, this is the most what I would consider Christ-centered podcast I listen to. And here they are, what seems to be just overly opinionated on something. And it keeps coming up. And I'm just like, guys, like, there's a real sense to which I'm like, guys, can we just get back to, like, 
the freedom of the gospel. Like, sure, I think we can offer these like, well, this is kind of what I'm thinking. Like, this is, you know, these are things that I've thought through, ran across. This is how we practice it at my home. But like, listen, I know there are a bunch of really God-fearing people, Christ-centered people who have learned a lot about it. And sure, if they walk into sin, I'll be happy to challenge them on the sin. Right. But the reality is like, man, there's a bunch of people that, you know, in their consciences allow them to do that to the glory of God. Man, great. Praise God for that. That's great. Really cool. Yeah. Um, but no, here we are, like overly opinionated. And it just becomes like, it, it almost just turns you off because it's just like, this isn't good news anymore. Right. You've right. somehow turned this into bad news of like, well, I've seen one episode of The Chosen. Am I saved? You know? And it's just like, come on. Well, it, and this is, this is the, this is the, the problem. And it shows, it really shows um, how really weak we are and inadequate for the job because we can't police everything. I mean, like right. we, no we can't. And then, so then I know, and you're listening to this going like, yeah, but you gotta, you gotta have set lines somewhere. And I'm like, sure. Yeah, fine. Great. Set lines. But guess what? I'm going to set it different than you. Yeah, but set Who's lines right? where the gospel is hard and set it set that hard. But understand something. People are walking many, many different aisles to come to that gospel. That's right. And we need to find out what aisle did they come down and try to understand where they're coming from and then teach them accordingly. Yeah. If they if they're coming from a very, very legalistic background then I I know certain tendencies that they're gonna that they're gonna have, and I want to help them get through that right. with joy and not with grief. But the end of that is settled on the gospel. It, like that's, yeah, and it's the same thing that's for the pool for you. They need to swim in. That's right. So I mean, maybe overall, like we we kind of opened the conversation with a little bit of like stop having opinions, which is a little tongue in cheek, but also like, yeah, let's just make sure that like the gospel is really the thing that's that's motivating us, stirring us up and, and causing us to, to grow. And I think knowing, knowing the spirit of God, that that would work things like love, joy, peace, patience, endurance, yeah. goodness. I think that faith. patience part is, is crucial that God knows and cares more about the church than you and I do. Yeah, that's right. And probably more about that person than, right. than you do. He, yep. he cares more about their opinions and it's going to be okay. Yeah. That's, well, my, that's, that's our, my that's my opinion. That's our opinion. That's our opinion. Thanks for listening to our opinions. We'll take a break. I'll come right back. Now for more opinions. Enjoyed our opinions. <laughs> Mold over wonder, our opinions. I wonder if you're sitting there grumbling, going like, these I stupid, can't believe these guys have these that opinion. Opinions. What in the world? Why am I listening to this stupid thing? And we would go, why? I've been asking that for the last why are 100 you? episodes. Well, you know, we don't, I think we don't, this you know is why? very selfish, because we, we do this for selfish reasons. Right? Yeah, I don't always we? said it's not about the listener. Yeah. Like, for it's, me, I'm like. It's very good for us. You know what? It probably is pretty good. You listeners can go, but we also. What? Stop. <laughs> Stop. No, no. Not here. Not on this show. No. 
Uh, I was just because I say we offer like really great advice. Like I was reading, I found some, I found some great <laughs> advice over this week. Yeah, I was reading this little news blurb about like what you do if you get addicted to seaweed. Okay. You see kelp. <laughs> yes, you do. That's what you do. <laughs> you, you, you do. That's you right. see kelp when you, you when you're addicted kelp. to seaweed. You you see kelp. Yeah. On a pretty regular so basis, I, I would you imagine. You should, yeah. That's how, but that's what that's oh what you do. My the other thing too, I was reading. Listen to this. This is very interesting. Um, I, I was reading this little blurb about King Arthur and his leadership Brace and all this yourself. kind of stuff. And so, Brace like, yourself. did you know that it wasn't actually him who came up with the round table gig thing? Like, he's famous for that, right? Oh, yeah. right. He's famous for like the unity. This is how we're gonna create. And it wasn't actually him that create came, came up with that idea. It was actually one of his knights. Did you know that? No, I didn't know that. Yeah, I think it was uh, uh, Circumference came up with uh, <laughs> with, that, with that idea. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my Jolly good, Circumference. Yes. <laughs> good idea. I beseech thee. I W, sir, Circumference. That's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, Dad, what are you imbibing in these days? Well, okay, so it's a new year, um, and interestingly enough, um, you guys aren't going to like this. So I mean, I'll just like every I'll, time. I know, I'll like well, it's what you tell me. So I'm like, all right, you're like, so one of my favorite detective shows has come on BBC. A new season. It's on BBC. Yes, yes. and they're all <laughs> English, Scottish, they are Scottish. Love it, or love Scottish. It. So, well, one of the things I love about it is the um, the accents, the verbs. <laughs> Verbs. verbs, the verbs, the verbs. No, is is uh, the landscape and stuff. It's just oh, beautiful. Yeah. It's just beautiful. So, so if you haven't watched Vera, you you need to watch it. Dad, no one has watched Vera. No, it's the twelfth season. For goodness' Holy sake! Holy smokes! Right, twelve seasons. This and is like, like the survivor episodes. of BBC. No, 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 no. She's she is so good. Like every week, she gets it right. She gets it right. Unbelievable. <laughs> no, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. What's what drives her is is I mean, and I know it's a character. I get this, but I'm like, I, I love her compassion, hmm. and she's an elderly lady. I also love that she demands respect and she demands hard work because she gives it. Hmm. Like so, she actually works very very hard. Now sure. she's a lady that lives alone. Apparently, the 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 little farm, the huge farmhouse that she lives in was you know, is in her uh, clan for centuries or whatever. And she's hardly ever there. But every once in a while, they show a picture of her. She's there. And she's always just eating, just munching on a sandwich because she's got to go. And she's dedicated. I mean, like, this mm. is her life. And she drives this little blue Land Rover, not the big ones, but the small ones. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's a rust bucket. It's a bucket of bolts. But she drives it, and she has this little rain hat, and this this little and so that's that is her uh what do you call it? her sort of logo basically is that little rain hat and sure. this rain her gear brand yeah yeah but it's just really cool so um and and so she just and, and the and you just think about like all the stuff that police have to deal with and they can't they can't deal with it from a biblical standpoint like because i'm sitting there going like wait 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 you need to you need to say this vera but she 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 has in her mind a set truth and that everything like with tenacity and with character lives by that and expects everyone around her to do it. And they do. 
Yeah. And that's what's I don't I don't know I, I you can learn a lot through that but we just have we just have enjoyed that um, little 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 thing so yeah I just it's 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 up and then if you haven't watched All Creatures Great and Small no what's that about so well it's like it's in its second season or maybe it's third season is it like one of those nature shows so like, no no the no no slurs no this is carefully this is. Uh, <laughs> The, Slurping the, on the main the wilderness. The main guy is a veterinarian, <coughs> and they're in a country in England. And so, once again, the landscape is just beautiful. And these are very normal people who are just living life and getting along. But in uh, that revolves around animals and farmers, and so uh, nothing like normal life. No, it is. <laughs> no, it is. That's what I'm saying. And what makes it so good is that they're going through normal scenarios of life and it's very man-centered so you just got to know this is a very humanistic uh viewpoint um but but they deal with it once again with with sorrow with laughter um and care for one another and you like your kids would enjoy this because there's always animals um and there's always care for animals um, they're always having to watch out for diseases that are coming on. And you don't stop to think about how these little farmers who have nothing else in England, they have nothing else to do but, but to farm these animals. And they're very poor. And usually where they live is their father's, you know, grandfather's place. And they're just keeping it going. Um, and they're, they're running through rough times. And it's after, I think it's after, it's set in after World War One. So there's, you know, war things that are going on. Yeah. And it seems like World War II is kind of ramping up a little bit. Um, so they're out there trying to get people to come and join. And, and so, but it's just a very, very down to earth little way of just relaxing your heart and your mind. Um, and so season three, I think it's season three is on. So anyway, just throw that out there. If you, if you, if you want to, I think you'd enjoy it, but maybe you wouldn't. Maybe, but maybe you would. Maybe you would. You have to give yep. it a try. Yep. That's right. That's what we tell our kids. That's right. Yeah. You can't say you don't like it until you try it. Yeah. I enjoy it. So it's good. Voila. All right, Quentin, bring us bring us the word. So just wanted to share with you one of the things that um, one of the quick passages of scripture that um, I've been reading this week popped up in my little prayer session. Psalm 102. Psalm 102. Just a couple verses here I want to share with you. I could read the whole thing, but uh, I don't want to waste the whole time here doing that but yeah, just why want, waste time reading scripture? why Jeez. waste time right um so first part of psalm 102 says this hear my prayer O lord let me cry come to you let my cry come to you do not hide your face from me in the day of my distress incline your ear to me answer me speedily in the day when i call for my days pass away like smoke and my bones burn like a furnace my heart is struck down like a grass and has withered i forget to eat my bread Because of my loud groaning, my bones cling to my flesh. I am like a desert owl of the wilderness, like an owl of the waste places. I lie awake. I am like a lonely sparrow on the housetop. He keeps going, and then he transitions because he remembers. He says, but you, O Lord, are enthroned forever. You are remembered throughout all generations. You will arise and have pity on Zion, and it it is time to take favor for her. The appointed time has come for your servants to hold her stones dear and have pity on her dust. 
Nations will fear the name of the Lord, and all the kings of the hearts will fear your glory. For the Lord builds up Zion. He appears in his glory. He regards the prayer of the destitute and does not despise their prayer. Let this be recorded for all generations to come, so that a people yet to be created may praise the Lord. So, what struck me the most, even just as we were reading through this, and as we seem to have a theme even on the podcast about going through going through Job, and we, we were just talking before the podcast about how um, the storyline of the judges, and then all of a sudden you have Ruth show up, right? And... Um, it feels that way at times. Mm-hmm. We, we, we can sympathize with what David is writing here, how it feels like our bones are being, are like smoke yeah. or our bones are like a burning, like a furnace. Our days are like smoke. Mm. It feels like we've been struck down yeah. and a lo- we look around and it doesn't, the grass is not lush. The grass is withered and we are in a desert place. We are in solitude. We feel isolated. And then David, who feels that way and knows what that feels like and is writing that and expressing that, also remembers. See, he remembers the Lord. He remembers that he's enthroned. He remembers that the Lord hears the destitute. Mm -hmm. He remembers that the Lord will raise up Zion. It will raise up Israel. The Lord will also raise you up. And the Lord has also raised Jesus up for you on your behalf. Uh, He remembers that... um, that, and, and well, he does. He just he says also what I also really like about this this passage is what I what we finished on, uh, verse eighteen here says, "Let this be recorded for generations to come, mm. so that all the people who are yet to be created may praise the Lord." Yeah. So um, take time to to rest, enjoy, and and find your peace and hope. Remember that Christ, that the Lord hears you mm-hmm. when you and you feel destitute. The Lord hears your prayer. Yeah, and he and he wrote down his word for you because you are one of these people that David's talking about. Yeah, that uh, you have that you that these things will be written down so that you may praise the Lord. Yeah, so praise the Lord and um, find find hope in Him and and run to the foot of the cross as we we constantly talk about that. Run to the foot of the cross. Look at, and just sit at the foot of the cross and just look up. Look at yep. Jesus. Yep. Look at the empty cross. Look at the empty tomb. Uh, look at Jesus, who is now seated at the right hand of the Father, mm-hmm. interceding on your behalf. And rest, and rest. I know, yeah. um, we're, you know, Peter, I, I'll never forget this this text, I don't think, but First Peter 1, um, verses 10 through 12, it's, it's the idea that the Old Testament writers didn't always figure out what, what they were writing, and so they, they started, you know, giving themselves to dig and scratch to find out what it, what it meant. And they realized that everything they were writing wasn't for them necessarily. It was for the next generation. And you see that in Scripture over and over and over that it's the next generation. What is it that God tells Israel right off the bat? You teach this to your children. It gets to the next generation. And then Jesus leaves, and what does he do? You teach it to the next generation, the next generation. So there's this circular sense which we we get to um, be learners so that we can teach the next generation that's right yeah so that's awesome it. that's yep. awesome do it be about it be in church on sunday if you're listening to this and uh yeah you you, you hear the 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 word the call you need to be in church on sunday but be the church when you're Ooh, in church yes be don't the church just on go there that's right <laughs> all right cool Matt. see you next week